Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. E-S-N-Y. What up? How are we? How are we doing? Episode 91 of the Wide Right Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Honey. As always, of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Coming to you live on a Saturday afternoon about a little over 24 hours before the Giants take on the Los Angeles Rams. Week 6, home, MetLife Stadium. 1-4, the Giants are. 4-1, the Rams are. As you can already tell, this is a lopsided sort of matchup. And the Giants are dealing with injuries. Saquon Barkley is not playing. Low ankle sprain. Kenny Galladay is not playing. Knee injury. Ben Bredesen is still hurt. Kadarius Toney is dealing with his ankle issue, although he is expected to play. Darius Slayton is dealing with his hamstring issue. I believe he's expected to play as well. And you know who's also expected to play and who wasn't on the final injury report? Daniel Jones. And he is one, excuse my language, he's one tough son of a bitch. He really is. I mean, the kid suffered a concussion against Dallas six days ago. And then five days later, he's not even on the final injury report for the upcoming game. And that's a a quick recovery. That's a quick... maybe, Maybe you could say the concussion, I guess, wasn't as bad as we thought, considering he recovered so swiftly. But regardless, that is one tough kid. I can't, it's just another reason why I can't say enough about what he's been able to do thus far this year. Really. I mean, he's been playing out of his mind, plays his ass off, and he's coming back, not even on the final injury report, five days after suffering a concussion. And concussion can, you know, it's, whenever concussions occur, it's like an unclear timetable. You know, some people can come back and play the next game like Jones is expected to, or they could miss numerous games. You don't know. So, hats off to Daniel Jones, really. Um, obviously, this is the preview episode for the Giants-Rams game. Look, I'm not going to come through with a detailed preview. Because you you could get that anywhere. Okay, I'm trying to be different. I'm trying to be unique. My apologies. I try to bring authentic content to my listeners. I don't even prep for these things anymore. It's not a bad thing. Okay, I shouldn't say that. I prep for the best bets episode. I actually write down the games, write down the spreads, the money lines, the totals, over-unders that I'm taking uh, for those respective games. I do prep for those episodes. But for the preview episodes, you know, I I don't have a secret formula to how the Giants can win. I never have and I never will. Nobody does. You know, coaches in the NFL don't have this secret formula to winning. You know, it's we, it's days and hours of game planning and strategizing and preparing. It's like, and it, they still may not win. You know, it, no one has the secret answer to 
a win. Especially when the Giants are coming in 1-4 and they're playing a Rams team that's 4-1, one of the best teams in football. I don't think the best team in football right now. I think that's Buffalo, followed by Arizona. But they're top five. They've been top five since before the season. I had them at number four. I had them at number one after they beat Tampa Bay, and then they lost, so I put them back. After they lost, they got killed by Arizona. Lost by 17, 37-20, I believe, that final score. Arizona's good. I mean, they, they are just, that is a, Arizona has the potential to be one of the fastest teams of, of my lifetime. I'm 24 years old. I've been watching football for 16 years, 17 years, just about. They have the potential, the Arizona Cardinals do, to be one of the fastest teams of my lifetime. But I'm getting off track right now. Bottom line is, I don't have a, I don't have a secret answer. I don't have a secret formula. I don't have a detailed plan in regard to what the Giants need to do to win this game tomorrow afternoon. But there are a couple points I want to make. And there are a couple things that they need to do regardless. Number one, and I say this every week, and I can't believe I'm still saying this ahead of week six, they need to rush the passer. They've been dealing, they haven't played, they haven't played the best of quarterbacks. But with the exception of Dak. Okay, they played Teddy Bridgewater. Good quarterback, not great. Taylor Heineke has had, what, eight starts in his career? Less than that? Fewer than that? Then they play, you know, Matt Ryan is aging. Jameis Winston uh, can be a turnover, turnover machine, although I am higher on Jameis than most other people. Jameis Winston can still be a turnover machine. There's no doubting that. I mean, he threw 30 picks two years ago. And then Dak. Dak is the uh, Dak's top five quarterback. So they only they haven't faced from a general average standpoint. They haven't faced the best of quarterbacks yet this year. Matthew Stafford's a great quarterback, and Matthew Stafford is a top ten quarterback. I will sit here and say this right now, on October sixteenth, Saturday, twelve twenty five p.m. Matthew Stafford is a top ten quarterback in this league. I don't think many people would argue with me on that either. I don't. If you give him time to operate in that pocket, he will tear you apart, especially with the weapons and the coaching in Sean McVay that he has, that he possesses. Matthew Stafford has time in that pocket, he'll dial it up. Any quarterback who has time in the pocket will dial it up. Hell, Taylor Heineke dialed it up. Threw for what, 336 yards and two touchdowns? I don't have the stats in front of me, but I believe that's, I guess, in the ballpark of correct. Regardless, I mean, he threw for over 300 yards and two touchdowns. Why split hairs? Taylor Heineke had time in the pocket, and he dialed it up. These are professional quarterbacks. They're paid to literally play quarterback. If they have time, and if they're able to go through their progressions, they will dial it up. Matthew Stafford will do that if he has time. So you cannot give him that time. And you need to use the bodies that you possess. Listen, I, I, this pass rush isn't great. The Giants' pass rush is, obviously. I mean, what have they done this year thus far? But they have guys they can use. It's not like they have nobody. Leonard Williams had 11 and a half sacks last year and signed a three-year, $63 million extension in the offseason because of it. You know, Lorenzo Carter can be good if you utilize him. O'Shane Zimenez is, is available. Aziz Ojolari had a sack in each of his first three games. He's obviously talented. And it was a steal of a draft pick, if you ask me. Steal in the second round. They have guys they can utilize to rush the passer. Use them. I say this 
every week. Do it. This secondary has been atrocious for a number of weeks. You have to take the... James Bradbury has not played well. Adoree Jackson has not played well. Jabril Peppers was hurt last game, but he's still played four games this year, and it's proven again that he's a liability in coverage. This secondary has not been great. You have to take the pressure off the secondary and rush the pass. You can't give these receivers 10 seconds to get open. And you can't give these quarterbacks 10 seconds to find these open receivers. Can't. Take the pressure off the secondary and run and rush the passer. That's it. Just do it. Don't send four guys. Don't send three. Send five. Send six. Help out the back end at least somewhat. I mean, geez. Got to rush the passer. And they especially, the Giants especially have to do it tomorrow against Los Angeles. Because as I've said multiple, multiple times already on this episode, Matthew Stafford will have a game and a half if you give him time. That's why the Rams traded for him. That's why he was still worth two first-round picks or whatever at, how old is he, 35, 34? He's been in the league for, what, 13 years? Just about? 2009? Yeah, 13 years. He will dial it up if if he has the opportunity to. Don't give him that opportunity. Bottom line. That's number one. Number two, Kadarius Toney's got to step up. They got to utilize Kadarius Toney. Now they have. Okay, Kadarius Toney obviously had the record for the most receiving yards in a game by a rookie last week. 10 catches, 189 yards was fantastic. I mean, he's great. He really is. If you get the ball, it, it was just patience with getting him involved in the offense. He didn't really practice much uh, training camp preseason because he had the COVID issue and then he had the hamstring issue. He didn't play in the preseason. So it took them a little bit to get him acclimated. But once they got him acclimated and once they started up in his playing time and upping his responsibility on the field, he, he showed that he's worth the first round pick. I mean, he's great. He really is. He's shifty. Once he gets the ball in his hands, it's a highlight reel. Automatically. Just the way he moves, the way he the vision he has, the the knowledge to find the open space. He's very um how do I put this? He's very aware of where the space is. If you look at some of the catches he makes, he knows right away where the open open field is. And he's great in the open field. He's like he's like Odell Beckham in his prime. And what did I say when they drafted him? What did I say when I was saying the Giants should trade back and draft him a month before they actually did? He reminds me of Odell Beckham in his prime. That's what he is. Get him the ball. You don't have Galladay. Slayton is dealing with his hamstring issue. Sterling Shepard will play, but he just coming off he's he, he came off a hamstring injury that cost him. He didn't play in weeks four and five. He's got to step up and you got to get the ball in his hands. Do it any way you can. Sweeps, end arounds, touch passes, slants. Send him deep. Just get the ball in his hands, man. He proved last week when you get the ball in his hands, he makes stuff happen. 10 catches, 189 yards. Rookie record for receiving yards in a game, which was held by Odell, by the way, previously. Previous record is 185 that Odell set back in 2014. Which is wild that it was that long ago already. He's already been in the league for eight years. Crazy. Just get him the ball and let him do his thing. Again, I don't have a... Those are my points I'm trying to make. As I said, I don't even prep for these preview issues anymore. Because like I don't feel the need to. 
it's not me being irresponsible. It's I am more authentic when I'm not going off of a piece of paper that says the same thing every week, which is rush the passer and get the ball in Kadarius Tony's hand. Like, I don't need to go off of a piece of paper that tells me, you know, Giants got to do A, B, and C, 1, 2, and 3, and they'll win the game. I don't have, I don't need to. I don't have a secret formula for them winning this game tomorrow. Nobody does. Joe Judge probably doesn't either. <laughs> you know, co- co- coaches lose in this league. It's not like it, every week it happens. If you if you weren't aware already. Teams will lose every week. Um... Yeah, I, I don't... Listen, I don't think this Giants team will win tomorrow. I just don't. I think the Rams are too talented. I think the Giants secondary and the Giants defense overall has been uh, too below average this year. The offensive line is getting better. I don't know if Andrew Thomas will play because of this foot injury. Apparently he was reportedly, according to Pat Leonard of the New York Daily News, want to give um, his credit... He tweeted out he was not moving well at practice on Friday. He's on the injury report. is questionable. He was active for the Dallas game, but did not play a snap. He was more so... He, he, he was still dealing with a foot injury, but he was healthy enough to play, but they wanted to use him more as a an emergency backup uh, B plan, contingency plan. Uh, I don't know if he'll play. Obviously, if he doesn't play, that's tough. Probably see Nate Solder or Matt Parrott. At left tackle, I would say Parrot at left tackle. Because Solder's a liability. I mean, that's obvious. Solder's, what, 33 years old? You know, he's a veteran in this league. He's old. You know, he's a liability. Um, probably see Matt Parrot at left tackle if Andrew Thomas is not ready to go. But that's just what the reporters are saying. That's what the reporters are speculating. Is that Parrot would be on Daniel Jones' blind side. So, look, look I, the, the offensive line is getting better. Who knows who will play? They've started a new lineup every week. Literally. They, they, they've had a new starting offensive line lineup every single week. Which is wild. Which is not what you want. Okay, Because, you know, continuity is a prerequisite of chemistry. Which is huge for an offensive line. They've gotten better though. But I still don't fully trust them. The offensive line. Uh, and yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know if the Giants are... You know, I'm not going to say they're not cap- they're incapable of winning this game because anyone's capable of winning any game in the NFL. I just don't. I think the Rams are too talented. Uh, I don't think the Giants' defense is very good. They're dealing with injuries. Barkley's not playing. Galladay's not playing. Uh, who knows if Thomas isn't playing? As I've as I've you know as I just spoke about. So I don't know if they will, but I'm hoping. Obviously, I mean, why wouldn't I hope that they win? You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh, I hope that, you know, I, I, we're focusing on the draft pick right now. No, it, it's, you root for a Giants win. Okay, obviously. I just don't know if they can get it done tomorrow. I don't. I don't have, I don't have confidence in in the defense. I just don't. And this Rams offense is very good. Sean McVay is a very good offensive genius, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, Matthew Stafford's a top 10 quarterback. They got a lot of, they got numerous weapons they could use. So, I, I just, I'm hoping they win. I just don't think they will. But, as always, thank you so much for tuning in to the Wide Right Podcast, episode 91. Uh, we'll be back after, on Monday, this coming Monday, the 18th, after the Giants play the Rams. We'll react to that game, our usual weekly reaction episode. I'm not going to prep for that one either, because that's as, that's as authentic as it gets. That's me, you know, either 
expressing my frustrations or being happy. That it's 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 not like you know I'm reading off a sheet like oh this person rushed for this many yards. Like I'm not gonna prep for that one either. I don't need to. I don't. Need, it's more authentic if I just go if I just sit down at my desk in my bedroom and just talk into this mic and just like go off. That's it. Okay, that's what I do. It's more authentic that way. But we'll be back Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 91 of the Wide Right Podcast. As always, I'm Ryan Honey of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Honey ESNY. That's at Ryan Honey ESNY. Listen to and subscribe to the Wide Right Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Iret Radio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you soon.